Welcome to the Hollywood Spotlight Podcast. I am your host, Angelique Scott, award-winning actress and producer. And today, on this very special episode of the Hollywood Spotlight Podcast, Black History Month edition, we have a marvelous guest with us today, Gabriel Scott. Gabriel Scott is an excellent historian, author, lecturer, and public speaker, who at the very young age of 12 could recite all U.S. presidents in order, leaving people amazed. It was very clear that Gabriel had a love and passion for history that our mother and father nurtured because this was Gabriel's gift. From Akron, Ohio, Gabriel has always loved history. He has given numerous history lectures and enjoys public speaking educating people on black history that you won't read or learn about in school, bringing to light unsung heroes. Gabriel writes and posts about black history every Tuesday on his social media sites and has been doing so for the past three years. He has a book that was published in 2010 entitled The Chosen Ones, Perception of Malcolm and Martin, available on Amazon, Google Books, and more. On this very special episode of the Hollywood Spotlight Podcast, Gabriel will be combining Black history and Hollywood, highlighting African-American trailblazers who helped pave the way for generations and generations to come of African-American creatives working in Hollywood today. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show today, my big brother, Gabriel Scott. Hi, Gabriel. Thank you for being here. How you doing, Angelique? Thank you for having me. You're welcome, of course. I, I can't wait for everyone tuning in to hear your awesome lecture today. And I want to just jump right in and get started. So I'm going to hand everything over to you as you discuss the important Black history in Hollywood. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to um, start off by saying thank you for having me and uh, I'm going to briefly uh, talk about three black uh, pioneers and innovators within the acting business. Uh, I'm going to start off with Butterfly McQueen and then I will talk about Louise Beavers and then thirdly and lastly I will talk about Oscar Michelle and their contributions to acting and, and Hollywood. Uh, Butterfly McQueen, uh, she was born Thelma McQueen. Uh, she got her start on Broadway uh, when she performed uh, in a stage comedy uh, titled uh, What a Life in 1938. Uh, that was her very first um, performance uh, period before she even made it into film. Uh, while doing that stage play, uh, she was approached by a talent scout uh, to audition for an upcoming film. I'm sure most people have heard of this film before. It's called Gone with the Wind that came out in 1939. Uh, she ended up being hired to play the part of Prissy in Gone with the Wind. Uh, the role of Prissy was the part of a maid or a house servant. Um, and unfortunately, uh, in a predominantly white business and industry, uh, being, in, being in the 1920s and 30s, um, 
playing the part of a maid or a house servant was pretty much all that directors and producers and cinematographers thought that black actors and actresses were, were only good for, which is very unfortunate. Um, they played the part of, of maids, housekeepers, uh, slaves, butlers, and that was pretty much it. Um, McQueen didn't favor the role too much because she felt that it was a degrading uh, role. Uh, and it was just degrading for Blacks in general. Uh, it was a demeaning role and she didn't favor it, but uh, acting was what she wanted to do for the rest of her life. And she went on and played it anyways. Um, she was unable to attend the premiere of the film um, Gone with the Wind because she was Black. And it just brings up another actress at that time by the name of Hattie McDaniel. Hattie McDaniel, if you're not familiar, familiar with that name, Hattie McDaniel was the first Black to receive an Academy Award. And she received it for her role as a mammy in Gone with the Wind. And they actually became pretty good friends. But McQueen could not attend the premiere of Gone with the Wind. Now, Hattie McDaniel, uh, fortunately for her, she was able to attend the premiere with the help of Clark Gable, who was also uh, an actor in the film. So he was able to get her in, in, into the building, into the premiere, but she had to go through the back of the door, the back of the building. Um, and not only did she have to go through the back of the building, but they had her sit all the way in the back of the premiere away from the other actors and actresses. And she had to sit at a table by herself and she wasn't served. So, um, so you know, th those were the things that Blacks had to go through back then. Um, another major role that McQueen played was in the sitcom called Beulah. Uh, Beulah was a racially charged TV show that became ABC's first hit sitcom. Um, so ABC, ABC, as we all know, has always been a very well-known uh, television network. And she starred as one of the main roles uh, in, in Beulah, uh, which was a racially charged uh, television show. She also played in the original musical uh, called The Wiz, where she played the queen of the field mice. McQueen had many other minor roles in films and radio appearances. Uh, she also received the Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Achievement for children's programming uh, for her 1975 role in Seven Wishes of a Rich Kid. Her very last appearance was in the 1989 TV film musical called Polly. Uh, Polly was actually a spinoff of Pollyanna, which had an all white cast. Polly was an all black cast that featured Felicia Rashad and Keisha Nipulliam. So that was her very last um, film appearance. Uh, in December 1995, she, she passed away in a, in a very sad and unfortunate, very tragic uh, house fire. Uh, she was lighting a kerosene heater and it malfunctioned. And so she ended up passing away in the house, hospital. So uh, that is Butterfly McQueen a very early pioneer within the acting business in Hollywood. Now I'm gonna talk a little bit about Louise Beavers. 
not really sure if any of you have heard of Louise Beavers. Louise Beavers landed her first acting role in 1927. Uh, she played a role in Uncle Tom's Cabin. If you're not if you're not familiar with Uncle Tom's Cabin, Uncle Tom's Cabin uh, is a novel that was written by Harriet Beecher Stowe. Harriet Beecher Stowe was a white woman and abolitionist from the 1850s. Um, initially, she was reluctant, very reluctant to, to try out for, for any movies because of the negative stereotypes and roles that were given to black actors and actresses, uh, very similar to uh, Butterfly McQueen. In 1929, she was cast as Julia in the film Coquette. In this role, she portrayed the part of a maid and the motherly figure of a young white female. In 1934, Beavers was hired to play the role of a mammy named Delilah in the famous film, Imitation of Life. A second version of that was created in 1959. Beavers had a very joyful, happy, and fun personality and energy. Uh, she was very easy to get along with no matter what cast she was working with. After a while, the black community became very upset with her because they felt she was settling in, in kind of demoting herself, being too receptive to the roles uh, a lot of white filmmakers were giving her. Uh, Beavers did become eventually very outspoken in regards to racial prejudices within the Hollywood industry. She became one of three black actresses to play the part of Beulah. Uh, in the Beulah television show. Uh, my third and last person that I'm going to uh, discuss is Oscar Michelle. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people have probably never heard of Oscar Michelle, but uh, Oscar Michelle became the first black major feature filmmaker and cinematographer in Hollywood. Michelle directed and produced more than 44 films throughout his career. Oscar Michelle was like the Spike Lee of his era. He was like the Spike Lee of his time. Uh, he created a combination of silent films and films with, with sound in them. His intentions were to portray Blacks in a more positive light, opposite of what white, the white community and white filmmakers were portraying us as. Um, Michelle did not believe in having his black cast members play the part of mammies and butlers and slaves and servants and things of that nature. He felt that we were much bigger and better than that. And we always have been and always will be. Um, Michelle was not afraid to expose the racial tensions within his films that were very prevalent at that time a lot more prevalent at that time than they are now. Uh, with Michelle being a black filmmaker, the roles that he had blacks play were definitely on a more higher level of, of class and, and status. Um, he, he had a lot of roles where blacks were playing doctors and teachers and, and nurses, things, things like that. He didn't have his, his black cast members playing the roles of slaves and servants. Um, he directed more than 44 films, and I'm just going to uh, go down the list here. 
Um, I might not mention all of them, but I, I, I feel that he definitely deserves his accolades uh, with um, making such a breakthrough in a predominantly white uh, business in a predominantly white industry at that time. Being a black cinematographer and a black filmmaker during the 19-teens and 1920s was, was unheard of. And without him, without Oscar Michelle, there wouldn't be a John Singleton. There wouldn't be a Spike Lee. There wouldn't be a Ava DuVernay. There wouldn't be a Ryan Coogler or a Robert Townsend or a Jordan Peele and many other black filmmakers and directors and producers that are living their, their, their dreams and fulfilling their goals in Hollywood right now uh, without, without the work of Oscar Michelle. So I'm just gonna go down the list here of movies that he produced and, and, and directed. Um, 1919, his first film was The Homesteader. Uh, Within Our Gates was in 1920. The Symbol of Unconquered was in 1920. The Dungeon, 1922. The Hypocrite, 1922. Uncle Jasper's Will, 1922. The Virgin of the Seminole, 1922. Deceit, 1923. Birthright, 1924. A Son of Satan, 1924. Body and Soul, 1925. Marcus Garland, 1925. The Spider's Web, 1926. The Millionaire, 1927. The Broken Violin, 1928. The House Behind the Cedars, 1927. 30 Years Later, 1928. When Men Betray, 1929. The Wages of Sin, 1929. The Daughter of Congo, 1930. Dark Town Review, 1931. The Exile, 1931. 10 Minutes to Live, 1932. Black Magic, 1932. The Girl from Chicago, 1932. 10 Minutes to Kill, 1933. Phantom of Kenwood, 1933. Harlem After Midnight, 1934. Murder in Harlem, 1935. Temptation, 1936. Underworld, 1937. Swing, 1938. God's Stepchildren, 1938. Birthright, 1939. The Notorious Eleanor Lee, 1940. His very last film that he directed before he passed away in the early 1950s was called The Betrayal. That was in 1948. So I definitely wanted to give Oscar Michel his, his, his accolades and, and for people to learn more about him. Um, and so I was very happy to give everyone a brief history of these three individuals, uh, Butterfly McQueen, Louise Beavers, and Oscar Michelle. Uh, and so that will conclude my, my lecture. Wow, wow, absolutely incredible. Thank you so much, Gabriel, for, for that truly educational and outstanding lecture. You know, there is so much rich Black history, there really is, and you really have a gift with history. So I'm really grateful that you are on the podcast today. And for those tuning in, I know they got something out of this, just like I did, and just like I did. And I'm so <laughs> for those trailblazers and pioneers who really paved the way. Like for myself, being right. um, a young black actress here in Hollywood, working 
I'm so grateful for the opportunities that I have had, but I'm also very cognizant of the roles that I do accept. So I'm grateful for the opportunity of being cast as a doctor recently and a scientist and a lieutenant, even a queen recently. So mm -hmm. it's really a blessing. And uh, there's so much, so much rich, awesome, excellent history, black history. And uh, this, this is a testament to that. So thank you so much again for being an outstanding guest and sharing your gift of history with us. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that, Angelique. You're welcome. You're welcome. So everyone tuning in and listening, thank you so very much for listening today. You are listening to the Hollywood Spotlight Podcast. And until next time, stay safe, wear a mask, and be well.